Oven restrictions. What are the restrictions involved, if any, regarding moving or destroying a home oven? Such as if you're renovating your kitchen and would like to place the oven somewhere else. Or you own a portable oven that you would like to move from one area to another. Well, believe it or not, you may never have heard of this before, but there indeed are regulations involved in moving ovens that are based on not the Talmud, but the teachings of Yehuda Chassid, found in Savas Yehuda Chassid and recorded in many of the Achreinim. Rabbi Yehuda Chassid states that a person should not destroy an oven which he uses for baking in order to make use of the space that the oven was in, and if one does so, he enters himself into grave danger. This directive, Yehuda Chassid, is recorded in the Beis David, the Zivchitzedek, the Ben Ishkai, the Kafachayim, and likewise in the Sefer Teira Shalom of the Rebbe Rashab, page 36-38, in which it is discussed in length. And therefore, practically, while we do not avoid all of the warnings of Yehuda Chassid, this one, which is recorded in the Achreinim, is to be respected. What's the reason for it? The Rebbe Rashab explains that the reason is because an oven corresponds to Gehenim and the evil inclination, which is referred to as a flaming fire of lust. And hence, it represents klipa. And moving the klipa from place to place can be dangerous. Now, while many are careful in this warning, some are not. Although the Chabad custom is to be stringent, as recorded in Tereshalm of the Rebbe Rashab in the name of the Tzemach Tzedek and Rebbe Marash. Despite this, we find a number of exceptions to the rule and cases of potential leniency, which permit, or at least permit according to some, the destruction or moving of an oven. So first, let's discuss the type of oven that the restriction applies to. So it only applies to ovens that are used for cooking food and does not apply to a fireplace or to a heater. Furthermore, some add that it only applies to ovens used for actual baking of bread and Mazona's products and not to ovens that are used for cooking. Likewise, some rule that an oven that is obsolete and no longer used, it does not apply to. Regarding a portable oven versus a built-in oven, so it is disputed amongst the Achreinim if the above restriction applies even to a portable oven or only to a built-in oven. According to the approach that applies even to a portable oven, you may not move an oven from one area to another, unless one of the other exceptions apply. So what are some of the exceptions? So first and foremost, there are Paiskim who say that in a time of great need, you may move the oven, whether portable or built in, and then make sure to make a use of the space in which the oven was found in. However, some Achreinim write that you should only use this heter of a time of great need if you receive a heter from three Torah scholars who rule this way for you. Some are accustomed to make a tanai before they first built, build in or move their oven to the set area and they stipulate that they should be allowed to move it whenever they want, and this removes the danger. Other Paisum suggest that if you, when you uproot the oven, you uproot it together with some of the earth, and they debate the amount of earth you need to uproot together with it, then the danger no longer applies. It's as if you're moving the whole ground together with it. The Paisum debate whether or not you may destroy an oven or move an oven for the sake of a mitzvah, such as to use the space for a synagogue or Torah study hall, a base medrash, or Tamotairo. The Rebbe Rashab addresses this question and brings both sides of the debate for being lenient and being stringent. And some of the stringent Paiskim state that after the lenient Paiskim gave their lenient ruling, tragedies happened in the home in which the ruling was given regarding. And therefore, practically, the suggestion is to be stringent even when it's done for the sake of a mitzvah. Now, it's permitted for one to move his oven for the sake of renovating it or fixing it, or for the sake of building a better quality oven in its place. It's likewise permitted for one to destroy an oven for the sake of replacing it with a heater. 
There is also no issue with destroying an oven if you're doing so in the process of destroying the whole home. So when we when we renovating an entire house, you can destroy the entire room and then rebuild the oven in a different area. Some places can hold that the entire restriction is only regarding a Jewish-owned oven, while a Gentile-owned oven does not have any issue in being moved or destroyed. Likewise, some hold that the issue is only if a Jew destroys the oven, while if you ask a guy to do it, then it is permitted. Practically, while in general, as we mentioned, one should be stringent in the above, there are various avenues of leniency, and especially regarding a matter that's not so well known and not recorded in the Talmud, there is room to follow a lenient opinion, especially in a time of need, and every individual to speak to a Rav for further guidance, if necessary. Thank you for listening to ShulhanArcharav.com. Our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarcharav.com under the daily Halakha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many Sepharim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.